the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's challenging staying home. Your dog's thinking, yeah, that's why I chew furniture. Good thing you have Rick and Dan to keep you company. Sequestered miles away in their own homes thanks to Zoom. Here on Faith Talk Live. Hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Dr. Gary Lane, Functional Christianity, puts the fun in everything, but we're specifically talking about uh, functional Christianity. It's interesting because the other day, and you mentioned Kevin Daly from Broken Chains, he was talking about if we try to force something in a relationship, that's when it gets in the flesh. And he was talking about relationships with wives, but also with kids. You know, they don't do 100% what we want them to do. And we can have the tendency to put the hand out or just say, you know, when you get it right, come see me. That kind of yeah. thing. We may not do it knowing that we do it, but I think our our behavior in our heart comes out. So I, I love what you say. Now, what you're saying there is very difficult. It's hard because we've always based our identity on our performance and our acceptance is based on our performance, we think. Uh, which it isn't. That's not the truth. God accepts us because we're his children. And and that's an amazing thing. You know, I, I watched, rewatched the Shaq movie the other day. And uh, there's this one scene where the guy's in the cave and the judge wisdom is there and says, okay, you got two kids, pick one. That, one has to go to hell, pick one. And the father's like, I, I can't take, I can't do that. I can't do that. And then the father finally realizes, oh, take me. And that shows the father's love for us as his children. He would rather suffer than us suffer. Um, my, my grandson, I got to go see my grandbaby the other day. He's learning to walk and he was walking towards me and he stumbled and he, and he hit his, unfortunately hit his head on the coffee table. You know, I'm sure that's happened a million times. And I so wanted to protect him and I so wanted to jump fast enough to get my hand and catch him. And I, and I couldn't get there in time. And he was hurting and he little boo-boo on his chin. And I was like, my heart was hurting because my child, my grandson was hurting and I was hurting. And so when we, when we think of God as a father, he hurts when we hurt. So if we can understand he cares for us so deeply and our performance is not what he bases our acceptability on, um, it's what Christ did on the cross, then I have the ability to say, well, I'm fully accepted. How do I show that? How do I show that to my children that I love them no matter what? If they make mistakes, they're, you know, if they rob the bank, they're going to jail. I'll visit you in jail. <laughs> I mean, it sounds terrible, but you have to let your children learn. Mm-hmm. And your job as a father is to help them learn, to guide them. If they don't listen, that's on them. But it doesn't mean I love them less. Yeah. And so, yeah, just reach out and keep reaching out. I, I talked with a dad. He said he hadn't talked to his son in four years because he doesn't, he doesn't approve of his lifestyle. And I was like, I can, I can see that you don't approve of his lifestyle and maybe I wouldn't approve of his lifestyle, but he's your son. Yeah. Yeah. Write him. I don't care if he never writes you back, write him, write him letters, tell him how much you care about him and you want the best for him and that you love him and that you're here for him. And one day, you don't know when, you don't know when he might reach out, 
But right now, he's never going to reach out to his dad. If he's struggling with anything, his dad's the last person he's going to reach out to. Yeah. So, yeah, that doesn't sound real encouraging, but it should be. Well, and consequently, a lot of times uh, when that happens, then God is the last person that son will reach out to as well, because that's how he sees the father. Yes. Yes. There's a whole series we could do on how we see our heavenly father based on our perception of our earthly father. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, well, I don't know how to be a good dad. The way to be a good dad is to spend this incredibly important thing with your children, not money, time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my kids don't even live in my house anymore. My daughter was like, Dad, I remember I missed the old days when we used to eat blah, blah, blah for dinner. And I was like, well, I'll make that for you. So we I went to the store, I bought the stuff, I made it and I took it over to their house and I gave it to her. I said, here, as best I can remember, this is what? Mom used to make it here. Here you go. And she loved that. It took me three hours and an hour driving around, but I spent the time. Mm-hmm. So that's what your kids want. They want your time. We're talking with uh, Dr. Gary Lane, functional Christianity. You can go to his website and it is functional. Oh, it is. Yes, it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Thank you so much. Functional Christianity.com for those driving in their cars. Yes. Yeah. Check it out. Um, and, uh, also, uh, check out his Facebook page too. And, uh, what else you got? You got a, don't you have a YouTube channel? You were doing some recording. Are you still doing that? I, I do. I've kind of taken a break from that. I've kind of, I've kind of hit a, uh, I've hit a lull. I don't know what's going on, but, um, you know, I have some good videos. I just produced a, a, a seminar for counselors on anxiety. Uh, that's on for sale on my website. You get a 13 page uh, handout and a half hour kind of lesson from me on the details of anxiety, where it comes from, how it happens. So I've done that for counselors and I've got one, I'm almost finished one on grief. It's for counselors. So I'm trying to really enrich the counselors that are, uh, that are in uh, Christian counseling. And, but I got to get back to my, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to do questions. I think I'm going to answer questions on YouTube. Uh, like things you should not say to your wife. I think Tim Hawkins had a song like that. Yeah, that's a great um, song too. <laughs> things don't say to your wife, you know, yes. uh, and I'm going to have one that says things you shouldn't say to your husband. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm so, going to get back on the YouTube. What would be an example? Yeah. For not, yeah, yeah. Not that's to a your husband. Question. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Let me get my wife. Dear. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Gary um, is on the, uh, on the YouTube and the Facebook live. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, things your wife shouldn't say to you. Um, wow. There, there's so many, uh, let's see. Uh, okay. I, I, let me just categorize it and generalize it by they negate us. Okay. 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 They negate. So in other words, you'll say like, Hey, I thought we could get pizza tonight. And they look at you, roll their eyes and go like, no. And, and so they negate us. We, we say like, Hey, I thought we could go out for dinner. They're like, no. And so, uh, you know, do you, do you want to, and so guys try things with their wives and get shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, take your wife, uh, when you're, when you take your wife on a date and you go out on the date, she doesn't like, you know, the place you picked, uh, or what you're wearing. Um, and so they just tend, and it's not, it's not mean. Here's the thing. They say things to us because they love us and they're trying to improve us and we feel rejected by that. <laughs> Okay, let's just be really, really, really honest here. When I don't feel acceptable and safe at home, I will find somewhere that I feel acceptable and safe. 
And if I'm a salesman and I'm the top salesman, I'll show you a workaholic. Okay. If I, if, if my wife is not for me, uh, but there's this person who is for me, I will hang out with them and I will start to become emotionally attached to somebody else because they are safe. They are friendly to more. They don't condemn me. And so what happens in marriages is we get to this place where we're critical of each other and it's boys and girls. It's men and women, wives and husbands. It's neither one, but men typically tend to be more needy in the area of acceptance. Yeah. And so wives Mm -hmm. negating us really hurts, really hurts us. And we don't know what to do with it Um, because if we say anything about it, then they negate us more. So we just zip our mouths. We sit in the corner we don't say anything and we stew and that's not good. So and then we find somebody who won't negate stew. us. Yeah. Yes. And they'll find yeah. someone that like for everything I'm negated at this place, I'll find someone to build me up over here. Yeah. So men don't feel negated. Know that God finds you fully acceptable. Be brave, be the mm. man that God, you know, has designed you to be and lead. Uh, leading does not mean everybody's in agreement with you. Leading means you take, you take the responsibility for a situation, be responsible. And that's hard because, well, what if they don't, doesn't matter. And that really actually brings you closer together as a couple. I promise it brings you closer together as a couple when the husband says, I know, but this is what we're going to do. And it might be totally wrong. And you may find out later, that was not a good call, but now you've learned, they've learned, you adjust, they see you adjust. And that builds your trust and compat- uh, um, uh, um, confidence in you. And that that builds your in- intimacy. It really does. Hey, real quick time? before we have to go here, Robin O'Brien uh, says, uh, Mark says you shouldn't ask your wife when is dinner going to be ready when she's cutting the grass. So, <laughs> Robin, very helpful. Thank you, Robin and Mark. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Dinner will be yes. ready right after she uh, changes the transmission fluid. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Once you get that you tire rotated. Hungry? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one. See, Thank trust you, Robin. Robin. Robin and Mark. That's that's that that's perfect. <laughs> you know, uh, we have more time uh, another time. I'd like to kind of if we if I can remember uh to find out, you know, uh, uh, ladies that have wives that have gotten it, the lights come on when you mention this. Uh, because I would imagine that they, they're just like some of them, like, I didn't even realize it. Um, you know, so it's a huge, it's a huge part of staying to, to, to healing a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a huge part of, of healing a marriage. And then can I just say one last thing for men to encourage them? Um, go, go check with your wives and go, Hey, are we good? Because what I'm finding out after nine years of counseling now is, by the time the man finds out there's a problem, maybe we're slow, I don't know. But by the time the man finds out the pro- there's a problem in their marriage, it's almost too late. Mm-hmm. Women tend to sense issues, uh, again, I think because they're more whole brain, they do the, the intellectual and the emotional together. And guys are mostly maybe sometimes only on one side of their brain, the intelligent side. But by the time we figure out something's wrong, it's way late. So for men, just do a check. And I, I've got a I've got a marriage checkup that you can take if you want for for your couple. But for men, please, it's Father's Day. Do a checkup with your kids. How are we? Are we good? Um, please be honest. I love you. I want a good relationship with you. So be honest with them. And then you know, bear the brunt of whatever your kids say. It doesn't necessarily be true, but listen to them. Listen to your children. 
That's so good. Dr. Gary Lane, functional Christianity. Not a doctor. I was waiting. not a doctor. I was waiting for that. Functionalchristianity.com. Take the uh, take the questionnaire there that he just mentioned. I think that'd be cool. All right, let's let's get together next month. We'll talk about your visit to Texas, and uh, we'll delve into more stuff that uh, is functional for us. Thank you very much. You are welcome. Thank you guys for the opportunity to talk. All right, we'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst, and I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. 